Arizona Sports, sports. the local sports leader. leader. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset. 4 o'clock reset. Halfway home on this Friday afternoon edition of the Burns and Gambo show. Mitch, you got a reset button? You want to hit it? I do have a reset button to hit. Royce O'Neal, he's going to bring it every day with his own swag and, you know, coolest guy y'all might meet. His words, not mine. So if you meet him and he's not the coolest guy y'all might meet, I apologize in advance. <laughs> Who introduces themselves as the coolest guy you might meet? Royce O'Neal does. Apparently. Okay, I can't wait right. to have him on the show. But it's official, of course, as of last night. Him and David Roddy are now members of the Phoenix Suns. Will we get to see him take the court tomorrow? Here's O'Neal again today. I think that's the plan. You know, it's first day, so, you know, whatever I got to do, play tomorrow. If I played today, you know, if I could have got here yesterday, I wouldn't play. But, uh... You know, just, you know, whenever I'm called, step up and be ready. Sounds like he's ready to go for the purple and orange. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it against Golden State. One game this weekend, they play the Warriors tomorrow. So we'll probably see Royce O'Neal's debut tomorrow. And then they've got the Kings next week. And then Monty comes back. On, on Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. <laughs> How sweet is that going to be? Uh, and then it's the All-Star break. So three games before the break to get Royce O'Neal. Uh, and and to a lesser extent, David kind of in there as well. But yeah, I, I can't, I'm, I'm glad that he is eager to get in there and he would have played last night if he could have gotten here soon enough. I think that's everything about this guy. Sounds like he is the perfect addition for what the Suns were looking for. Very excited to see how he fits. Across the NBA, the most notable thing taking place yesterday was the unveiling of the first of three Kobe Bryant statues. This particular one, him wearing the number eight in the pose that he had following his 81-point performance against the Raptors. There will be two more. One of him wearing number 24. One with his daughter. One with him and Gianna, yes. I've heard people suggest that it's going to be one of the most sought-after landmarks in Southern California. It's to go be the statue? In in terms of people going to visit it. Mm. That that it's going to be one of the most sought-after, like, anytime you go visit another city and I want to go see this and I want to go see that, there are people who are suggesting the Kobe Where are the statues going to be? One of them's outside Crypto.com. Are they all going to be outside the arena or are they going to So when they did the unveiling, they were in like a private tent. So I'm not sure where exactly the first one's going to go. And then the rest of them, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I think the first one's in L. If I was in LA, I'd probably seek that out. Would you? Yeah, I kind of like that stuff. I know, you know, one year when I went to London, there was a statue of Winston Churchill, and I wanted to go see that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went, we took pictures in front of the Winston Churchill statue. I know a lot of people, if they can go to ASU, they want to go in front of the Pat Tillman statue. Sure, sure. That's a big deal to be able to take a picture in front of that statue. I would think the Kobe statue, you know, is a big deal. Yeah. yeah I would think that if you're in the area, you'd like to go take a photo with it in front of it. Absolutely. And then the Nuggets beat the Lakers last night. Big game this weekend. You sneaking that in under the wire. I had to. Slick, Mitch. Slick. Big game is this weekend. Really quickly, who wins? I don't need a score. I just want who wins. 49ers. Kansas City. Ooh. All right. You guys are split on that one. We've already got a bet on it, so we don't need to make another bet. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Also, as far as it being Super Bowl week, the NFL honors were held last night. Sadly, James Conner could not bring home that golden scepter for angry run of the year. Najee Najee Harris got it. (laughs) It's okay. But there were a lot of surprises among the winners. Miles Garrett taking home Defensive Player of the Year over T.J. Watt. Kevin Stefanski taking home Coach of the Year over D'Amico Ryans by a hair. And then this one, Joe Flacco taking home Comeback Player of the Year over DeMar Hamlin, despite Hamlin having more first-place votes than Flacco did. 
I saw Flacco got a big hug from Lamar Jackson. He kind of put his head on his shoulder. And, did you see that? Yeah. It's a nice little hug. Lamar, two-time MVP. Uh, and then, of course, just... Uh, Will Anderson. Will Anderson, the defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Oh, that I, trade was justified, huh? Yeah, well, it's fine. For them. It's, it's fine. For them, it was a great trade for them. It worked out very well for them. Cardinals got a first-round pick this year. It's okay. Yeah, everything will be okay on that one, but oh my goodness. Yeah. Also a la- announced last night, the Hall of Famers. And there will be some Cardinal red added. Dwight Freeney. Briefly, a Cardinal headed to Canton. Great story by Darren Urban yes. on ArizonaCardinals.com about Dwight Freeney and his time for the Cardinals. 11 games, two playoff games after the 2015 season, small part of his 16-year career. But he came in, he's a guy who had 125 and a half sacks, and he made an impact in his short time with the Cardinals. He had In 11 regular season games, he had eight sacks, nine quarterback hits, Three forced fumbles. Nice story by Darren Urban on ArizonaCardinals.com about Wasn't him. He, I agree it was a good one. Wasn't he the player who got like a half million dollar bonus every single time he got a sack? Yeah. So at the end of the season, it was like, oh, there was another two half of mil. them. There, there was, was another two. half mil. There, there, was was another, half. there was another old pass rusher they signed, not Terrell Suggs. Was it Abraham? It was John Abraham. John Abraham. Who had a similar type deal, I believe. Yeah, Freeney, he was brief, but he was very productive when he was here. Won a Super Bowl with the Colts. Mm-hmm. How about some baseball news? Mark Feinsand of MLB. putting it out there that the Diamondbacks are looking to compliment Jock Peterson at DH, searching for a right-handed hitter. I'm laughing, though, because of the names that he put out there. Adam Duvall, not laughing about that. Randall Gritchick, not laughing about that. Tommy Pham, which on the surface, great reunion, except not a great reunion with Jock Peterson on your team now. Yeah, just we'll talk about this a little bit later. Gamba, I know you've tweeted out some information about this, so you should go ahead and share that now about Tommy Pham. But given that they're dust up over fantasy football from a few years ago. It seems highly unlikely. What did, remind me what he did. He slap him? He what did he do? He so there was a meeting between the Giants and the Reds a couple of years ago and huddled around. It was Fam with a couple of his Reds teammates and Jock, and then Fam went straight for the face. With why? Open why? 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 There was some discrepancy over the usage of the IR slots in their <laughs> fantasy league. <laughs> And Fam was calling out Jock saying he was stashing a player so who was not playing. Yeah, apparently it escalated. And you thought you got stressed out by fantasy football. Holy crap. But what did Jock Peterson do? Nothing. He didn't retaliate, if that's what you mean. He let him slap him and did nothing back? Yeah. Fam got suspended for it. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember him getting suspended. I but I didn't really, that. I didn't like. So Jock just let him slap him, and that was it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's what I'm hearing. Tommy okay. Pham is looking for a full-time job, and the D-backs do not have that available. So unless he comes down off of what his requirements are and would be willing to take a part-time role, he is not an option for them because he currently only wants to be a full-time player. I'll just say this real quick. Pitchers and catchers report in about a week. Let's go. There's still a whole bunch of unsigned free agents out there. reigning National League Cy Young Uh, uh, is still available. A whole bunch of guys who haven't signed yet, so we'll probably talk about that a little later. Are they all Scott Boris guys? A lot of them are. Yeah. Speaking of Cy Young winners, Corey Kluber, a two-time winner, called a career today after 13 seasons. Had a brief stint with the Yankees, Gambo. I don't know if you remember his. Yeah, he was terrible. <laughs> he threw yeah. no hitter. Come he on. Was he was. Corey Kluber was. He was great when he was with Cleveland. He, he was, was great. great when he, he was. was he was really good. But he didn't. He was. He was not. He was okay for the Indians. Was very good. Su- he was best known for his time with the Indians when he was very good. A surprise in college football today. UCLA is now in need of a head coach because Chip Kelly is taking the Ohio State OC position following Bill O'Brien's departure for Boston College. That's a crazy story. 
he's stepping down as a head coach of a Big Ten program to be the OC of a Big Ten program. Uh, it's I, I'm my mind is actually blown by this story. Trying to figure out why uh, did he think he was on his way out anyway? Did he think he was in trouble? Did he? I, I don't know. But how often do you see a sitting head coach of a Power Five program, which is making the move to a conference like the Big Ten? step down so he could be an offensive coordinator for Ohio State? It's a weird, weird story. Weird story. Head coach to a coordinator. Wow. I I, I want to know why. Somebody tell me why. We all want to know. Give why. me the why. Probably thought he was going to get fired in a year. and didn't uh, do a good I, I job just, maybe, in the portal maybe. or recruiting. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to close um, not like I normally would. I'm closing with a Senate bill. Senate Bill 1279, which has passed on the lower level, and now it's got its work its way to the desk of Governor Hobbs. The proposal states that the prohib- it would prohibit satanic memorials, statues, altars, or displays, or any other method of representing or honoring Satan on public property in this state. I agree. Which has people wondering, is Sparky the Sun Devil going to have to get axed as a result of this bill? No, he, he's a devil. the Sun Devil is not a satanic. He's, he's a devil figure. He's not it's a, a display figure. of public property. It's a. He's not. It's nobody <laughs> thinks of. He's a mascot. Nobody's thinking of him as uh, uh, that being satan, uh, satanic. Uh, that. Like he walks around with a Ouija board trying to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can walk into a Target and buy a Ouija board if I wanted to. Um, I've. I've got nothing. I say, say. I say, ban it. I've got nothing to say about this. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't. I don't know why you've you've tongue tied me on this one, Mitch. I'm not yeah, sure what to say. Bridget about this one. Say, I'm a Christian. I, Get rid of all uh, of it. Yeah, I agree. I got, I got nothing. To, I, I support it. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, technically, Sparky is a devil. I was reading an op-ed yesterday in um, AZ Central. Uh, Katie Hobbs is a Arizona State alum, so I doubt that this one gets. You know, past her desk okay. for any reason. That's fascinating. That's I, your 4 o'clock reset. Thank you for springing that one on us, Mitch. I, I was not expecting that at all in the 4 o'clock reset.